All right, that was one more from the shelters. That was Shirley Byrne. And again, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Standing by to join me in the last segment of the show is Catherine Burla. Good morning, Catherine. Good morning. Thanks so much for calling into the show. I'm really intrigued by your latest book, The, the Kitty Committee. Could you talk about that? Uh, yeah, The Kitty Committee is actually my first book written for adults. I'm normally a young adult writer. And it's a book about the things that we do in our youth that might have consequences severe enough to haunt us for the rest of our lives. So it's a book. (laughs) I I, I say whoa because that's, you know, it happens to people. Yeah. Yes. And in this case, it's a book about a group of girls who join a, a club that they call themselves the Kitty Committee, innocently enough, and um, they become more and more under the sway of the alpha girl who is basically a girl without too much of a conscience and too, not much empathy, and the girl, other girls, for uh, reasons, are more vulnerable to her, um, to her um, suggestions, and it is all starts very innocently, and that's what I wanted to point out, that these things never start really nefariously, like somebody has an evil plan, but just one innocent thing leading to another that um, can lead to an act that some, will cause someone to live with regrets for, you know, the remainder of her years until she finally is able to face up to it. Very powerful theme. Well, how did it feel to switch from uh, middle grade novels to this? Um, well, I re- normally write young adult novels. Okay. I've written four, I've had pu- four published before, and I have two coming out again in 2019. And I wanted to just um, try to do a novel written for adults um, because it frees you up a little bit more to explore more adult thoughts about what happens to us in our slash high school years, um, which in young adult, you can't. You always have to keep the focus on the high school teen mind, and that's where the voice has to come from. So you can't really analyze it, uh, you, the actions from an adult perspective. So in the Kitty Committee, I was able to kind of do both. I was able to write about the teen slash high school years, and yet I would, because I switch back and forth in time, I'm able to analyze it from an d- adult perspective. So it was a little bit freeing. Yeah. Um, it was very interesting, but I th- am going back for my next two books that come out in 2019, back to young adults. So okay. I guess I can't get away from it. <laughs> did you always know you wanted to become a writer? I always did, yes. Um, I, I used to, even as a child, put together family newspapers and Cute. write um, stories as a young child when I first started writing. But um, I just got waylaid, you know, by life and by sure. children and so on and so forth. So it wasn't until about um, seven years ago that uh, I revisited becoming a writer and now it's just a perfect time in my life and I can devote myself to it and I I don't think I really don't think I was ready it wasn't just being waylaid by life I feel like I had to have all the experiences that I did and just be the person that I am today so yeah 
Yeah, I think it provides for a much richer experience as a writer when you when you've you know had your own life experience. Yeah, and that you're able also, um, in my case, to really re- have the time to reflect on those experiences rather than just as they're happening to you, writing about them without, you know, some years of thinking about them. Mm-hmm. So for me, that was important. So you had an interesting upbringing. You grew up in India, Syria, Europe, and Africa. Yeah, my father was a diplomat, so we did um, travel about quite a bit every two or three years, and um, it was um, it was a fascinating life that I wouldn't trade for anything, although when it came to having my own kids, I just wanted them to be born and raised in the same town, which they all were. So, That's great. Um, even though I loved it myself, I recognized that there were pitfalls. So, Sure, you wanted some consistency. And just to stay. Exactly. Yeah, I understand uh-huh. completely. Do you have any advice for people that are writers? Again, the name of my show is Get the Funk Out, and I'm always fascinated with how you stay the path in an industry that's really challenging. It is really challenging. And um, my, well, my biggest advice for becoming a good writer is just to read as much as you can. And I've spent a lifetime reading. I think I read more than anyone I know. And I'm very, you know, there are so many authors who have influenced me um, to being the writer that I am today. So um, I just, if I were speaking to a young person, I would tell them to just read as much as they can quality literature. And um, in terms of uh, getting published, um, writing advice, it's it's so difficult um, today to even get an agent's attention. Um, So I think that my advice would just be that you just have to stick to it. Um, You have to develop a really thick skin because you're going to get a lot of rejections. And very, very few people just are lucky enough to come up with the big hit, you know, that gets snapped up by publishers and agents. But um, you just have to have a thick skin you have to just be consistent. You have to write every day. And you have to, I set goals for myself in terms of, okay, I'm going to finish this book by this date. And in the, and I keep a very rigid um, uh, schedule, you know, during the time that I'm writing. Um, and then I just put on my other hat and, you know, you have to become a marketer and you oh, have yeah. to, you have to be everything today when you're an author. You really do, because if you let people's opinions knock you down, you're not going to get anywhere. Exactly. And even with reviews, I in the beginning with my first books, I used to just pour through the reviews and agonize over them or just jump up and down for joy on the, on the great ones. So now I, um, I pretty much... Stay away from them, it's uh, unless some, somebody calls me out on social media, and, and that's usually somebody trying to pay you a compliment. People don't call you out on social media when they're trying to um, insult you, although a few do. But um, so, yeah, I try to stay away from them otherwise, because I I feel like I know what I want to do. I know what I want to write to be true to myself, and Good. I can't be swayed by um, what I can't be swayed by anyone really. Yay, I like that. We all mm-hmm. need to feel like that. 
So let me mention where people can find you on Twitter. Only nice compliments, please. (laughs) (laughs) If you're going to tag me. Otherwise, you can say whatever you want. Exactly. Berla Catherine, B-E-R-L-A, Catherine with a a Y. And And a K. Excuse (laughs) me, with a K. Uh, Author Catherine B. And Facebook Catherine Berla Books. Correct. Yeah, author Catherine B. is the uh, Instagram. Perfect. And I put all your info on the show blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. I want to thank you so much for calling in. Any last bit of info you'd like to leave the listeners with? Um, I have a website, katherineburlabooks.com, and um, I, I just please watch for my books coming in 2019. I have two. So thank you so much, Janine, for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. That was Catherine Burla calling in to talk about her latest book, The Kitty Committee. Again, all the info is on the show blog. And if you want to find out about being a guest, just send me an email to Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E at K-U-C-I dot org, J-A-N-E-A-N-E at K-U-C-I dot org. Have a great holiday today, Labor Day, and I'll be back next week. Up next, Sheldon Abbott with Cure for the Blues. If you missed any part of this, everything is up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at moms, M-O-M-Z underscore rock. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.